welcome everyone. I'm Lisa Wagner and you're listening to another episode of the Epic Mind, Body, Spirit podcast. And joining me again today is my good friend, extraordinary woman, Jan Reidinger. She's a healer. Uh, She's a massage therapist. She's a Reiki master teacher. She does medical hypnosis and lymph drainage. So uh, did I say everything correctly? Yes, you do. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting an education through my own podcast. Anyway, welcome, Jan. Thanks for coming back again. Thank you. So here today in this podcast, we've, we're going to talk about medical hypnosis. In previous ones, we've looked at lymph drainage and, and Reiki. Um, but this, I think, actually people may have the most misconceptions about. So let's just dive right into that and explain to everyone what is hypnosis. Okay. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. It's a natural state. Uh, You go in and out of it all day long. It's a heightened state of awareness with complete physical relaxation. Uh, You're very aware of everything that goes on. It just doesn't bother you or disturb you. Uh, Hypnosis is old, old, old. They used it in the Civil War out on the battlefields to um, amputate. It is Putting the body into that heightened state of awareness with complete physical relaxation, and that's where the change can occur. It is um, always used for good. You can't hypnotize anyone that doesn't want to be. You have to. I do have people that say, Well, I don't think I can be hypnotized. And I said, Well, that may be because you have to have an IQ over 70 to be hypnotized. And they'll say, oh really? Yeah, well maybe I can be hypnotized. Why is that? Um, Anything under 70, they just would not be able to comprehend the instructions. Okay, so they could probably experience their own form, but like they wouldn't be able to be guided to it. So for example, you know how, like if I'm driving down the road and Suddenly I realized I'm almost to where I was going, but I kind of didn't, you know, I just went off on a daydream. That's sort of like a, um, a, a type of that, right? Where you're sort of, you're, I'm still aware of what's going on, I'm still operating the car, but my mind kind of went off to another place. Is that kind of similar to? That's called highway hypnosis. Okay. It's a natural state. So, so people maybe um, with the lower IQ could possibly experience that on their own but they wouldn't know how to be guided to that place is that correct correct. yes okay and that's really what we're when we're talking about hypnosis we're just talking about guiding people to that natural state that they get to on their own when they're staring out the window and then don't realize they've been staring out the window for the last 15 minutes or something like that right it's a natural state um teaching self-hypnosis teaching them how to intentionally get there I see now um, why does someone why is this helpful why would someone want to explore hypnosis well for several reasons Um, some may want to do it just for relaxation Uh, others may actually want to create change because the mind is like an organic computer and it has been programmed whether it's from childhood or from school or from TV, there's tapes that's going in there. So if they want to create change, say for instance, um, they want to stop biting their fingernails. 
Well, that would be uh, suggestions that I would give. Or if they want to um, stop smoking. Yeah, talk about that. Because Jan has a website, www.ismoked2.com. That's I-S-M-O-K-E-D and the number 2.com. And I will put that on my Epic Meditations website. But talk to us about how does that help someone quit smoking? Well, when they decide, make the decision that they want to not smoke, hypnosis isn't like um, a magic pill or anything like that. It's a tool. And like I said, it is increased heightened state of awareness with complete physical relaxation. So when they agree to be hypnotized and they agree to stop smoke, smoking, we explore the tapes or the messages that are there about smoking or the false beliefs about smoking. Some, um, some people say it calms them. Some people say that it helps them lose weight, you know. And we explore those beliefs and to see if they're really true. And most of the time, uh, the cigarette will lie to you. You know, it doesn't calm you. It may for seven seconds, and that's it. What really is calming you in that moment is your belief that it will calm you. Most likely. So it's not, it's not anything, uh, you know, physical. The cigarette isn't tangibly creating some kind of, you know, releasing some kind of positive chemical in your body. It's that you believe in that moment that you're going to smoke that cigarette, and that's what calms you. So helping to break that down and understand it's not about the cigarette it's about your mind and then giving your mind a replacement so instead of needing instead of going for a cigarette you go to another um, image or mental place right to, to, to receive that kind of calming feeling yes um, what I say it is like performing a miracle because a miracle the definition of a miracle is transition so transition of a substance so I'm taking one substance and changing it into another one right before their very eyes. So, you know, you can imagine or visualize, you know, your cigarettes in your left hand and whatever you want to replace that with. Some people want to um, replace it with more money. They want to like have a flower, buy extra flowers with their cigarette money. Uh, some people just don't want to do it anymore, and they just want the peace of not having to struggle with that. Or they want health? So They want health. Um, in order for hypnosis to work, A, number one, you have to believe it'll work. And number two, to stop smoking, you have to want to stop smoking. You cannot, you've got to want to not smoke more than you want to smoke. Because, like I said, it's not a magic bullet. So you have to bring the intention. You can't derive any benefit from hypnosis unless it's in, it's in alignment with your the intention you're bringing into it. Now, if someone really wanted to quit smoking and they weren't sure they believed that hypnosis would work, as long as they want to quit and they have an open mind about it and they're willing to try it, is that enough? No, it isn't enough. Um, but by the time they come in, they can come in with that. 
and by the time that we talk about it and I educate them on it to get to an understanding of what hypnosis is that attitude of I'll try it and I you know I I want it to work will change to I know it will work okay and that's just through educating them more and more uh, at a different level on what hypnosis really is and did you used to smoke yes I smoked um, three packs a day and uh, I would get up in the middle of the night and smoke and I would smoke in the morning and I smoked all day all night and this is what I used to quit to stop how long has it been since you smoked um it's probably been 23 years okay so it's clearly worked for you (laughs) right and and that's what um and that's what uh enabled you um to and so when you did quit you how did you come to believe that it would work for you before you actually did it like how Um, do you transition people into that um well, when I went to hypnosis school and how that came about, my clients said, if you can do this for my body, what can you do for my mind? And I'm thinking, oh, wow, hypnosis. So when I went to school and learned about it, and I had no clue exactly what it was other than just the generic, you know, self-hypnosis state of relaxation. Um, when I learned about it and was explained that the mind was an organic computer and it recorded messages and I was asked do I believe that can I you know accept that and I said yes that made sense to me so if anyone is listening and want to try that if you can grasp that concept that your mind is an organic computer and that it does record messages, well, then you're halfway there. Because from there, we have something to work with. So I'm thinking of, you know, um, I'm, uh, you know, old enough to remember records and thinking of the groove on a record. And it's like you're creating new grooves on the record. So the brain has these messages and has these beliefs. And what you're doing is replacing them with uh, healthier messages that um, reinforce their desire to not smoke anymore? They, when they come in, and this is the only way that I will take a client, is that I ask them why they wanna stop smoking. Uh, if they wanna, smoke because, wanna stop smoking because they have some lung disease, uh, that isn't a good enough answer for me. Or they want to Um, quit because their husband or wife or children want them to quit or they have to quit because you know it's too much money the only way that this will work is that when you can truly say to yourself I just don't want to smoke anymore okay so it's got to have the purest intention so the intention isn't to derive something else through quitting smoking the intention has to be pure about I just don't want to smoke anymore Yes. And when you can get down to that point, then you're ready to let that go. Right. Um, I have had clients that said, said, you know, can you just screw up my smoking and take the fun out of it or take the pleasure? And I said, yeah, I can do that. With hypnosis, you can take the pleasure out of it. You can take the fun out of it or whatever you're getting out of it to 
help assist to get to that point. Okay. Um, but you just have to not want to smoke. You've got to be willing to totally give it up. Now, what about, you've mentioned um, other physical benefits. How does this work for pain management? Um, it works for pain. It works for uh, labor pains. It will cut the labor down in half the time. Uh, it's just like I said, it's a heightened state of relaxation. So it's, um, when the body is in the heightened state of awareness, is that really helping the body, helping the person to assist in their own self-healing? Is that the benefit of hypnosis and physical healing? Yes. Um, anytime your body is in that heightened state of awareness with that complete physical deep relaxation, that is when the body is set up to heal itself. Uh, basically, the body says, you know, how, it, how am I going to heal myself? You know, what is it that I need to do? And when it's in that deep relaxation state and that heightened state of awareness, it knows what to do. That's really interesting because um, about a year or so ago, I burned my arm really badly. Um, the inside of my left forearm and the burn on my skin was maybe about little, two and a half, three inches maybe long and then maybe about an inch and a half wide and it was a third degree burn. I developed a very, I called it my bubble, but I got a huge burn blister that at its highest point, it was like an oval kind of egg, it came up at least three quarters of an inch from my skin. I mean it was a huge bubble. It was a very bad burn and I kept gauze on it and I kept it really protected. And uh, I came, um, Jan is my massage therapist, um, and I came to her for a massage and I told her, uh, you know, I had this gauze there and I said, you have to be careful because I burned my arm. Well, of course, being the healer that she is, Jan, do you remember what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Tell them what you did to my arm and then I'll tell them what happened with me. Okay. What'd you do? Um, well, what I did was I put myself into hypnosis and, um, put my hand on that burn and just allowed that healing energy to flow through me to to heal. Well, and all I all at the time, you know, I'm laying on the massage table, I'm relaxed. I know she put her hand there. Uh, I had a vague sense her hand was there for a little bit, but I will tell you that by the next week that I came to see her, um, all you saw was a little bit of pink there, and by the following week there was nothing. And um, my doctor was really shocked because, you know, she had told me that I would have a, a scar there because it was so badly burned. And she just couldn't believe that there's nothing. I mean, we're looking at my arm right now and the skin just looks perfectly fine. It's amazing how fast and how quickly that that burn healed through mm -hmm. that. I was just stunned. And I never thought of hypnosis doing that. I thought of it just as that sort of, um, you know, um, guiding someone else mentally to a place but this was really about an energy exchange that you did by putting yourself in a place of self-hypnosis is that right right now in addition to guiding people uh, through hypnosis do you teach people how to do self-hypnosis yes I do I, I teach them to do um, self-hypnosis for uh, a lot of reasons some want to um, manage their pain 
Like I said, some want to stop smoking. Some want to use it for weight. Uh, some want to use it um, to be able to be in a relaxed state and in like a high executive position. A high stress situation. Uh-huh. And um, especially in meetings. It's really good uh, for MRIs if you don't want to take the drugs. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, to be able to learn self-hypnosis. Mm -hmm. If you don't like dental work or can't take the medications mm -hmm. or don't like the shots, you can mm -hmm. learn self-hypnosis, labor pains. Well, you know, back uh, a number of years ago, I, I cut my hand badly, and I had to go to a, like an urgent care to have stitches put in. And um, I think what I did then was they um, they were concerned about how much it was gonna hurt me and I said that's okay because I know how to go to another place and they were sort of surprised and they you know they worked on my hand and they stitched everything up and and the nurse was trying to ask me what I did and I just said well I just went to another place so really that's kind of another way of saying with, with though I didn't have the language to put it in those terms that was a form of self-hypnosis yes so the, this is something that we do we know how to do but we may not know how to um, um, apply it or do it on demand. And so part of what you're teaching people is how to do it when they want, and con how to do it consciously mm -hmm. when they want to do it. They may slide into it at different times, but you're teaching them how to do it at a time when they specifically want to. That's correct. And it is good for high blood pressure. It will lower the blood pressure. If you're a diabetic, um, it will increase the insulin. Um, I had one client, she said, oh, she said, I'm not for sure I believe that, you know? And, and uh, I said, well, then let's try it. So she took her blood sugar before and then she took it afterwards, you know? She said, man, that's, that's amazing. But like I said, it's, you know, when you're in that deep relaxation state, the body does have everything it needs to heal itself. Mm -hmm. Um, and it isn't, like I said, it isn't anything new. It's just something, you know, really old, old, old. And what this almost does, it sounds to me, is it brings a type of language and structure to something that's, that is a natural part of our being mm -hmm. in a way that can teach us how to consciously tap into that. So, Jan, talk for a minute about, you know, we've over these last three podcasts, we've talked about the the work you're doing with the lymph system, the Reiki, you know, your massage. Um, how do you bring these all together? I mean, how do you, do you have times where you're, I'm sure where you're doing multiple things at once, you know, you're using hypnosis and massage therapy or, you know, hypnosis and the lymph drainage. Talk for a minute about that. Um, yes, I do incorporate all of them. Um, some, like I said, some examples is um, if a person has fibromyalgia and um, they, the lymph drainage is, is very good for fibromyalgia, massages, but if they're in um, a state where they can't hardly be touched, uh, then it's, you know, it makes it um, not as effective. So I have put them in hypnosis in that deep physical relaxation state where I actually can do the massage and they're just amazed uh, the same thing is um, you know with the cancer um, patients uh, 
there are times when you don't want to do massage or someone has poison ivy, you know, you don't want to do massage. So this is another non-invasive way that um, can create a healing state. So just like um, Reiki, you don't have to touch the person. Um, same with the, uh, the medical hypnosis. Um, do you ever do this? And so you do this work over the phone as well? It can be done over the phone. And it can also be done through, on your on your website, ismoked2.com, there people can actually listen to you, correct? Correct. And so they don't even have to be live with you. I mean, they can just use the materials that you have available. So they can do it online at their own time, their own convenience when they want to to do that but you are available for phone consultations and for doing the work on the phone and if you're local in the area Jan is at 65 Maple Street in Centerville Ohio 45459 the number there in the office is 937-433-2242 and the website is ismoked2 ismoked and the number 2.com so those are all ways that they can reach you and um, you know, for those of us that are fortunate enough to be in Ohio, we can come to you directly and receive all of these things. But if you're not uh, that close, there is still a way to connect with you and uh, receive some of these services at a distance. That's, that's great. Yeah. There's one more thing I want to add about um, hypnosis. Like I said, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. And people get, the one of the questions they ask me, are you going to, Make me walk like a <laughs> duck, or clap, you know. Mm-hmm. Make me do something embarrassing that I, or yes. or I'll do something. Somebody will say, you know, red, and then I turn mm-hmm. into a chicken or whatever, right. you know. And no, what that is called stage hypnosis, and all those people have volunteered and agreed to have fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when they do that, it's because they want to. Um, there's nothing taboo about hypnosis. I know that um, you know a lot of people confuse religion and hypnosis, that it gets a bad rap. But um, like I said, you can absolutely not hypnotize anyone that does not want to be hypnotized. Right, and they do stay aware of what is going on. Yeah. That's like I said, it's a heightened state of awareness with complete physical relaxation. And they are ultimately in control. Absolutely. I just, um, the teacher, I just teach them something that they really already know. Right. But you're bringing that up and out in, into their consciousness so that they can, um, so it's accessible. Mm-hmm. And so then they can uh, go to it when they need to. Mm-hmm. That's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I love hypnosis. I do. And combining, you know, combining the whole package. That's what's so powerful. It's just um, a phenomenal way to create a healing state that um, gets results. Yeah, you've got the person in the heightened state of awareness. You've got Reiki energy flowing. You've got all of your massage techniques and then the ability to, to stimulate and rebalance the lymph system and that's why we all feel so good when we walk out of your office. Mm-hmm. I can attest to that. I, I see Jan every week, and it is one of those things that um, 
I will reschedule and uh, rearrange many things if I have to to make sure I can make that weekly appointment um, because it is just that good. Thank you so much, Jan. Thanks Thank for you, doing Lisa. this. I appreciate your time. And everyone out there, uh, you can go to epicmeditations.com to get all of Jan's contact information as well as other um, episodes of this podcast series. Have a beautiful day.